Good morning, everybody. Brian Newbert here from uh, goldenblack.com. Live in his car once again, uh, this time leaving Macarena following Purdue's second-ranked Purdue's uh, 83-71 win over Xavier in what will be Purdue's last game in the Gavit Games because the Gavit Games is going the way of the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. It will be no longer, uh, unfortunately, for the Big Ten and college basketball and all that. But this is your goldenblack.com drive home. Uh, it is brought to you by our friends at uh, the East End Grill and Ripple and Company, uh, Purdue Federal Credit Union, AcrePro.com, TNW Design and Build, uh, and the Whitaker Inn, which I'll be driving past here very soon on my way back to the old homestead, uh, hoping they keep their coyotes and their deer and their foxes all on their property and not in the road. Um, so Purdue wins 83 to 71, you know, under normal circumstances, you know, you would look at a game like this and be like, man, that was a damn good win. But I think when you have the standard to meet that this Purdue team does, given how good it should be and how good it was last season and how much better it should be from last season, you kind of watch it and it's just kind of ho-hum and, you know, you, you don't necessarily watch the game Zach Eady had tonight and think, oh man, that guy's just absolutely dominating this basketball game. Because he misses like three of his first four shots or four of his first five, whatever it was. And at the end of the game, you look at it and Zach Eady's got 24 and 11 and he draws 11 fouls, blocks four shots, and Purdue has 83 points and it shot 51% from the floor, 7 to 15 from the three-point range. That game that, you know, might not have looked awesome, kind of was. Um, that's, that's a credit to Purdue where, you know, they've got a lot of weapons. they got a lot of experience. They're much more balanced out this year than I think they were last year because I think you have more guys who can really help you win games in different ways. They, Purdue has different paths to victory this year too, uh, in addition to just inside out and, you know, having to make threes, uh, which obviously they couldn't do uh, at the very end of the season in, when it mattered the most. But I think you see Purdue being a really potent ball screen offense right now. You see Purdue being a very capable fast break offense. You see Purdue shooting pretty well. Obviously, it's three games, two of which were by game chum. They do not guarantee anything moving forward. Um, but nevertheless, you would rather make shots than not make shots. So success matters. Um, putting success on film matters. Building confidence matters, and the way Purdue's shooting the basketball here uh, from a variety of different guys matters. Uh, you know, tonight, out of nowhere, Miles Colvin comes in and just takes a blowtorch to the whole game. Uh, he goes three for three from three. Basically, his role uh, right now, come in and score. And I don't know if Purdue's ever had an instant offense type of guy off the bench the way this guy, you know, is starting to look. Um, and then... You know, just kind of getting away from the stalwarts, Braden Smith, Zach Eady, Fletcher Lawyer, etc. You look at arguably the two biggest shots of the game were made by Caleb First and Ethan Morton. You know, Purdue's up double digits. Uh, Xavier makes a couple of little mini runs, stays within six. They're kind of being the gum at the bottom of Purdue's shoe. Purdue can't quite shake them. Uh, and then Caleb First and Ethan Morton both make enormous threes. Uh, enormous threes and uh, arguably the two biggest shots of the game. You know, I, I might not even say arguably. I think they were the two biggest shots of the game. Uh, you know, Braden Smith, too, 
Uh, Xavier gets a little bit of a momentum going. I think we got it down to six, and Braden Smith comes off two ball screens and makes pull-up jumpers. That's the commanding presence at guard, you know, that you know Braden Smith is now experienced enough to be, and it's making a huge difference on this team. He's an he's a very different player than he was a year ago, and I think he is transforming Purdue into a much higher level basketball team than they were a year ago. And uh, you just saw the way Purdue reacted to moments in this game. They made every big shot they needed to make. Um, Their best players stepped up most when uh, they were needed to. Their opportunistic guys maximized every opportunity. And uh, Purdue just did a lot of things really, really well in this game and uh, came away with what looks like a more one-sided win than it felt like uh, real time because... Uh, Xavier, to their credit, just absolutely refused to get blown out. And Purdue had a couple opportunities, uh, but every time Xavier would make a shot or Purdue would turn it over, Purdue's got to do a better job taking care of the basketball. Uh, They were a little bit too loose with the ball. Braden Smith and Lance Jones each had three turnovers, a couple of which went for pick sixes, which was really Xavier's only hope uh, at certain points of the game was for Purdue to just kind of mess up and give them points, you know, things like that. Purdue's got to clean that up. Purdue's got to be better defensively. Uh, But right now, Purdue looks pretty good, and you'd expect them to look pretty good. They better look pretty good because they're a great team coming back from last year. They should be better, and they have the experience to hit the ground running. And I think there were moments tonight where all of the above kind of showed up when Purdue needed the most, including the experience. It it always helps, too, when you're playing a Mackey Arena for Purdue. And, uh, that was a big deal as well. But Purdue gets its first notable win of the season. I don't know how Xavier is going to be this year. Um, they're down some big pieces, some of which are gone for the whole season. Uh, but there's never such thing as a bad win over over Xavier. Uh, I don't think that um, this is going to go down as anything but a at least respectable, acceptable win. I don't think there's any possibility Xavier just completely tanks this year and this becomes a win you don't even mention on your resume. You try to hide, you know, things like that. But we will see. Um, They did compete pretty hard today against Purdue. Purdue was just way too much. Zach Eady was way too much. You know, Zach Eady didn't start the game great. And as I said before, you didn't watch the game thinking, at least I didn't. I don't know what you thought watching the game on TV. I don't know what coaches thought watching it real time, but... I didn't think he was playing great. And then all of a sudden, Purdue makes a bunch of threes, and then things change a little bit in the second half. He gets some cleaner entries into the post. Um, he gets Purdue into the bonus with almost 11 minutes left, and that's that's the Zach Eady factor at work. That's, that's the battle of attrition that he will win nine times out of ten for Purdue. And uh, he just lived at the foul line, made 10 of 11, ends up with 28 points, uh, 11 rebounds. Again, he drew 11 fouls. Uh, and that is just the Zaki factor uh, in classic form. It is he leans on you, he leans on you, he leans on you, and then you just break. And that's exactly what happened uh, tonight uh, here for Purdue. And whether it's possible or not, if Purdue's not making threes, that's kind of the that that's kind of the question. But Purdue is making threes, so uh Xavier really had its hand full, trying to, hands full trying to stop Purdue. So a pretty good win for Purdue, but the biggest tests are yet to come. They start Monday in Honolulu. 
Gonzaga first off, and then uh, you know maybe Kansas somewhere down the line, maybe Marquette somewhere down the line, maybe Tennessee somewhere down the line. Just an absolute loaded field. There are reasonable scenarios, and it's very unlikely this happens, but the Maui field could yield the Final Four this year uh, when you look at the caliber of teams out there. Uh, very unlikely that happens. It would be too big of a coincidence, too weird a uh, um, too weird a lining up of circumstances, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. So big games coming up on the island here uh, next week. That is where I'll talk to you next from. Honolulu, uh, after Purdue plays Gonzaga on, uh, you know, some people say Gonzaga. I say Gonzaga. I don't know who's right and who's wrong. I just go with the fact that people call them the Zag, so it makes sense that it would be Gonzaga. Anyway, uh, this has been Brian Newbert uh, for GoldenBlack.com with your drive home following Purdue's 83-71 to win over Xavier in the final Gavit games. Uh, may she rest in peace. This has been brought to you by our friends at the East End Grill and Ripple and Company, Purdue Federal Credit Union, TNW Design and Build, AcrePro.com, and the Whitaker Inn, which I'm approaching here on the left very soon. And uh, once again, if they could keep all their wildlife on their property uh, just for the next 10 minutes or so, that'd be great. So thanks, everybody. We'll uh, talk to you later. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.